You're listening to Cybersecurity Inside, the podcast where you can discover what you need to know about cybersecurity. To learn more, visit us at cybersecurityinside.com. Most organizations don't attack the tax for two to three years. Why on earth is a subject like this is so important not matter to me? There are multiple layers of security that you need in an organization, and sadly, there's no one-size-fits-all. Hi, and welcome to Cybersecurity Inside. I'm Camille Moorhart, and with me is Tom Garrison, co-host of Live from the Green Room. Live from the Green Room is actually something we do where we join a conference and then we grab thought leaders in between the talks that they're giving so that we have a chance to chat with them and delve a little bit deeper into the topics that they're discussing while they're at the conference. Right now, we have with us Nufar Gaspar, Director of AI Everywhere within the IT department at Intel. Welcome to the podcast, Nufar. Hi, thank you for having me. So we're really happy to have you on here. And uh, as, as Tom said just a few seconds ago, wow, AI everywhere. How, you know, how actually do you deal with that? What is your goal and what are you actually trying to do? So I've been working on AI for 12 years. My entire team has been doing that. And we wanted to really bring a lot of the learnings to other across Intel and really scale AI usage and value across the company. And that's when we initiated AI everywhere. So the name kind of speaks for itself. Wow. You, you've been working on AI for 12 years. That just blew my mind. I, I, I was thinking of AI as something that's a relatively new workload. So um, little known fact that it's been around for quite a while, also in production in uh, corporates for quite a while, but the hype is uh, relatively new. So with that, you're correct. That's hilarious. So will you give us a sense generally in industry why you think expanding AI within a company can fail? What are some of the key reasons that it doesn't pan out? So there are quite a few. Many of them surprisingly comes to um, not properly selecting what to work on. I think many cases, people are just kind of excited about the technology and say, like, let's go and, and implement that and, and not really asking themselves whether uh, it's feasible, the idea that they have or whether they have all the um, business knowledge, the background, the agreement with the management that they're working on something that is critical and that there is a um, likelihood to really implement that. And after that, there are many other reasons, uh, skills and tools and other considerations. But surprisingly, I think many of the failures can be nipped in the bud if you do a, like a due diligence of the idea that you have and, and make sure that you really work on something that is going to be feasible and successful enough. You, you mentioned things that fail, but uh, you're in IT now and part of your charter is to work with various groups around the company to implement AI successfully, so not, not fall into those traps you just said. For maybe some of our listeners at other companies that work in IT, what are some of the, the things that you recommend that they do when they're approaching their teams about AI? What are some things that they should be doing that may, may be uh, not so obvious? So first of all, I think a lot of it goes back to training and making sure that people not just learn like the intro to AI course, but rather learn the um, BKMs and the methodology and how to properly go after exploring a new idea with AI. There are uh, pretty well um, established methodologies. Some of them have been around for over 20 years. 
So part of it is education, and we do that a lot, making sure that people work on their ideas properly uh, with the right tools. So that would be one. The other is really to probably find the best roles and responsibilities between the business experts and the AI experts and find the best way to collaborate between the two. If everyone brings to the table what they're best at, business experts uh, learn AI a little bit so they can talk to the AI expert and the AI expert learn the business to the extent where they're meeting halfway through. The good things happen when the collaboration is really effective and sharing a common language. And of course, I have many, many other things, but just uh, what comes to mind, because uh, I, give, I give webinars on that, so I can talk about that for 60 minutes. So I'll, I'll stop here. <laughs> well, I'm wondering, you've had tremendous success with this AI Everywhere conference that you set up, and it's internal to Intel. Um, and I know we're on a public podcast right now, but I'm wondering if you can, along the lines of Tom's question, you know, what kind of learnings and sort of best known practices did you figure out as you set up this conference that you feel like maybe other companies or organizations could also set up or structure uh, within their groups? First of all, we never dreamed that the conference is going to be that big. We thought we're going to have like a one or two days and a couple hundred of people. And now we have four days and almost 5,000 people. Um, so I, I can't tell you to dream big because uh, that's kind of was uh, something that happened in the process. But what we really try to make sure is that we cater for a vast range of skills, whether people are just getting started with AI, but also cater for the practitioners that are experienced. We made sure that we bring diverse content, um, like technical talks of people talking about the work that was already done. And also, fortunately, we were able to bring all the top management of Intel to come and share their point of view. And that really helps when you have a lot of, of support for management that uh, really acknowledge the importance of AI. So with, with that, I think was the kind of a trend for um, success because we, we got a lot of endorsement from top management as well as brought together um, many of the practitioners and the use cases and the learnings uh, that caters for everyone and not just for some. You know, it, it occurs to me that from a workload standpoint, maybe there are unique characteristics of the AI workload that IT has to deal with, unique from standard sort of business process or business uh, infrastructure backend that you would normally expect. Is that true? Does AI introduce unique challenges for IT to, to be able to support that workload in the environment? Probably the answer is yes and no, because a lot of the enablers for AI is essentially data. Having good data is not just for AI, it's also for analytics and automation. And actually, um, a lot of the um, work that is usually being done by IT is to redesign the business process really to uh, structure the data. So once that is done, for even if it's done for other purposes, usually it will be easier to introduce AI on top of just IT coming and making some organization in the business process and the data in the uh, IT systems. So that's the part where it's similar. The part where it's sometimes different is that, first of all, it's a very um, high-end technology that sometimes requires even more high-end than other kind of workloads or IT systems. It requires a lot of faith from the business partners. So it's not just that you can come as an outsider, say, hey, take my algorithm, change everything that you work on, trust it, and go about your day. You really often have to be much more intrusive the business and to have a much stronger um, partnership and collaboration so that they really will be willing to adopt something that sometimes is in between intimidating and 
transformational or disruptive to the way business is run. So that's the part where it might be a little bit different than just your uh, regular IT work. We hear a lot about some of the main kind of transformations happening right now between IT and business units out in the world uh, along the lines of automation, of tools. What kinds of things are you seeing? Um, so I think many of the IT organizations are focused exactly on the two things that we're talking. That is a digital transformation, but also AI. Uh, we see both of those topics being discussed sometimes together, sometimes separately between the two. In many organizations, IT are the ones bringing the AI to the edge of the technology. Maybe there, there are some other organizations doing that. Um, another very big trend that is coming sometimes from IT is the MLOps, ML operations. And that's a, also a very classical IT thing that how can you do machine learning or AI in, at scale and with low total cost of ownership. So those are a set of, of best practices and, and methods and tools to really help you not just solve your problem with AI, but also bring it to production uh, in a sustainable way. And so I see a lot of that in the chatter and also in the, in the work being done in many organizations. So Nafar, I, I wonder if you could give us a, just a glimpse into your day now. You're, you know, you got this big 5,000-person conference going on. You're talking to us for a few minutes. Like, where, where do you go next? Um, so, <laughs> conference is firefighting and uh, small heart attacks before each session <laughs> and a big win <laughs> once the lights go on and everything seems to be um, normal. So, fortunately, I work with a very dedicated team, uh, my team and others that uh, volunteered to help. Uh, we're kind of just making sure that everything runs smooth from here on. But just today, I delivered um, a tutorial. Later on, I'm going to deliver like um, an incubation session where, where we uh, bring to light some new AI ideas and discuss them. There will be many technical talks happening live. I think some of them are happening as we speak. Um, so it's a very hectic and, and also uh, everything is happening twice uh, for, to cater both for a DAMRGO and uh, later to the... European and Asian regions. So a very busy day, but extremely uh, fulfilling as more and more people come and join us. Yeah, we certainly appreciate you spending time with us. Thank you so much, Nufar Gaspar, who is Director of AI Everywhere for IT at Intel for joining us. She's also head of this conference, which is this massive internal 5,000 person spanning every geography and multiple time zones. We pulled her out of her day. I don't even know what time it is in her world right now. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for joining us and giving us some insight into what it is to, to try to structure uh, the expansion of AI across a Fortune 100 company. Thank you, Camille. Thank you, Tom. Stay tuned for the next episode of Cybersecurity Inside. Follow at Tom M. Garrison and Camille at Morehart on Twitter to continue the conversation. Thanks for listening. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and author and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Intel Corporation.